Hey, everybody. Uh, the conversation you're about to hear is one that myself and Johnny Summers had with Miyagi Pocock uh, at Burgers and Brew from about five years ago, uh, November 2016, actually. <clears throat> we were uh, we were little podcasting babies at the time, and Miyagi was among the first people to actually listen to our podcast and even support us on Patreon, and that's how I became friends with him, uh, like so many of us did, actually, through those incredible conversations about life sort of disguised as casual conversations about beer. He was just this constant source of positivity uh, to most of us, and uh, that memory is going to live on. So I listened back to this episode a few days after uh, after we lost him, and it was just incredibly surreal. You know, it was painful, but at the same time, uh, really cathartic. There was just something about talking to that guy, you know? So here is an hour or so of us and Miyagi Pocock in his natural habitat. We miss you, man. And we're back. Hello. What do we have in front of us, sucker? We have the uh, Yojo Pot Dew. Pot Dew. Yeah, from um, Moonraker, one yeah. of the Northeast-style pale ales we've been discussing. Um, basically, they kept the same uh, recipe, these uh, promised malts, and then they uh, switched the hops to Citra and Amarillo. So, got me Amarillo hops you were discussing, nice was... citrusy, papaya, passion fruity beer. That's why I was really excited when you oh, had... Part two on tap because they switched it to Amarillo hops and I was at Moonraker and I tried part one and I'm like this is really good and I tried part two and I'm like give yes. me all of it way better. Uh, in case anyone's wondering, we are not mispronouncing two. We are saying the French version of two. De de part and, de. <laughs> and then they did another one that was thirty three and a third and I think they're uh, homages to uh, nice slapstick comedy movies, the Hot Shots Pop Dude oh, yeah. and Naked Gun Thirty Three and a Third. That's good. All right. so, lovely yeah. realization. I, love that. I did that's not great. even put that fun together. Fact. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. fun I'm fact. Full of useless information. Dude, you want another little bit of useless tidbit? <laughs> not true. Not what I meant to say. Factoid. Factoid. <laughs> factoid can be a tidbit. No. Yes, but a factoid is a false fact. I'm really? full of those too. Yeah. yeah. People you say can. here's a little factoid, which means here's what I'm about to say is not true. Mm. Didn't know that for a long time. So don't ever say factoid if you're trying to spew the truth. Yeah, it just sounds so fancy, though. I know. Or say factoid if you know you might be called out on some BS, but you want to say it anyway. Yeah, it's and like a disclaimer. Say, hey, dude, I, I, I told, told you it's a factoid. Yeah. It's the I mean, verbal equivalent yeah. of crossing your fingers behind your back. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. So this yeah. is a great representation of the the trend that is mm-hmm. Northeast-style IPAs. Yes. You uh, said pale ale, Miyagi. Yes, not IPA? Yeah. I mean, well, What's IPA is an India pale ale anyway. Um, they're just New England Pale ales or New England IPAs. It'd be an NEPA. Yeah, exactly. The uh, NEPA. The yeah. NEPA. Good old NEPAs. Um, and it, it, it's just like West Coast IPAs or uh, California IPAs or East Coast IPAs. This can be a New England IPA as well. Um, just have everything I've been reading of just New England pale ales. Gotcha. So that's what I run with. So if you like haven't it. had this beer, it's incredibly cloudy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so hazy and delicious. It's somewhere between brown and orange. Mm-hmm. It is very much akin to orange juice yes mm-hmm. in the best way and it's really a perfect breakfast beer it is yeah yeah yeah. it's like orange juice it is it's like grown up orange juice mm-hmm. but obviously not as citrusy but I mean like can you imagine like making a mimosa with this that'd be I ridiculous. was just I, was, I actually can't that? imagine that yeah that'd be that'd be ridiculous yeah. saying that about some beer oh um, it'd be sweet to do like uh, one of these beers mixed with like a like a lambic mm-hmm. that'd be crazy and then like, a, like top it with mimosa I mean, we can do I that mean, right now. Champagne. If you, if you really want to try what that tastes like. I feel a, like a that would be a bastardization of Yojo Parte. Maybe. But for science. But for science. But for science. Uh, you guys can do it. Let's I'm get through this one and then, yeah. and then maybe that'll be an off the, off the record one. That'd yeah. be fun. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, this uh, yeah, is delicious. This is a great beer. Mm-hmm. I quite like it. Yes. It's now my second time having it. Yeah. Mine too, actually. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, did you try any of the dojo since they just had a can I release? I didn't get a can of the dojo. Um... I'm working on getting a keg of it, actually. Nice. See, a lot of the times, um, if, you, if you don't know me, I, I have five kids, so I don't get to go out a yeah, whole you, lot. You got, you got so, a squad. Yeah, yeah I've, got, I've got a basketball team. Yeah. Um, and um, one of them should count for, like, three because he's just a psycho. <laughs> and uh, 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 love you, Kaimani, because he's going to listen. <laughs> he's, he's my, so he's seven just, kids. He, he just turned four. He's going on two. Yeah. Nice. Um, Beautiful. But, so we, takes after his father. Yeah, we don't get to go out to a whole lot of breweries and stuff. So normally when I, when I want to try new beers, it just motivates me to try to get them on draft. 
And, um, you know, if I do know somebody who's going to a, a, a release or something, I'm like, I can throw them some money and they can pick me up some, but I missed the dojo run. Um, but that being said, I think I've got an in to try some pretty soon. So, nice. Yeah. That'd be radical to get a keg here, too. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're working on it. We're building up a really good relationship with Moonraker. Um, they're such a good brewery not yeah. to. Yeah, and, and they're, and they're, they're so chill, too. They're, they're really cool about it. Um, again, one of the reasons I love the craft beer industry is, like, it's really anti-douchebag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, everybody's pretty cool with, with each other as far as, like, breweries um, and, you know, even with other establishments here in town, I try to be pretty cool with everybody. I don't think it's meant to be cutthroat i think it's supposed to be enjoyable people should be enjoying beer it brings happiness so that's that should the, be part of it that's more the spirit of craft beer and not the business side of it yeah absolutely yeah yeah and you know i i uh i'm afforded that mentality too because i get i get paid no matter what so like my bills don't rely on me making more money totally than, than everybody else if well, you know we're getting good beer on draft it's because like I want to represent good beer, yeah. So. And you're not biased towards what's going to make you the most money, no. Which is cool. Yeah. You're just completely craft mm-hmm. beer centric. Yeah. That's that's really cool. Yeah. You guys get some of the. I think. Are you the only bar in town that's ever gotten Pliny? No. Well, in the last few years, yes. Um, right. Since but, they stopped their distribution. Yeah. They, they used to distribute to uh, to Butte County, and then they stopped. But mm-hmm. since then, I believe we are. Um, and again, we have several other restaurants, so sure. um, we have one in Sacramento, and we just get it from them. So that's great. Yeah, yeah. and that keg it lasts like a day, right? If not oh, even that, no, like a few hours. Yeah, a few hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we did one on a, uh, a Tuesday afternoon at three o'clock, and it was gone by five thirty. That's insane. Nice. And yeah, it was. It, you know, part of me wants next time we do it, we maybe do ten ounce pours or so, just so more pints. people can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do pitchers too. You know? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, if you want to come in and get a pitcher of Pliny, why not? Throwing <laughs> caution to the wind. <laughs> I don't yeah. think they can do pitchers of Pliny at Russian River. No, yeah. I don't no. think they do. See, then we have the exclusive pitcher of Pliny. Mm-hmm. Me, keeps a gangster. Yeah, pretty much hundred so percent cool. of the time. Yeah, I try. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, you know, we work on getting it from time to time, and. Um, Part of part of why they pulled out of Butte County too is because nobody was supporting their other beers. So I'm yeah. trying to like get them to give me a keg of guarantee you. Pig, if people threw pig up here, everybody that. would love it. Oh yeah, I actually yeah. prefer pig over Pliny. Uh, I actually do too. Do. And I I love Pliny. I love its historical um, significance for what it's done for craft beer and everything. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just going to sit down and drink a beer, I'm going to I'm going to drink a pig. Yeah. And then, um, I was lucky enough to get down there when they were doing a bottle release. They actually have bottles of their, their porter, mm-hmm. Shadow of a Doubt. That nice. beer is ridiculously nice. good. I don't usually, I mean, I like stouts more than porters. Mm-hmm. I'll drink a good porter, but I was, you know, medium expectations for that beer. And, oh, that restaurant never made a porter, yeah. you know, but dude, yeah, lights really out. Good. Finney knows what he's doing, man. Yeah, he's, the dude's no joke. Yeah. He, yeah. he can make some beer. And they're expanding, too. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping when they expand and they get the new facility going, there will be more available here in Butte County. That'd be nice. Um, I mean, I love having exclusivity with it, but if it just means more people can have really good beer, yeah. I think that's great, too. Exactly. So. Totally. You know, it, it's nice to see the expansion like them and mm-hmm. the field work putting yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You know, they just opened another tap house in Napa. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're killing it. I've been to the Sacramento location they're, quite a few times. Probably my favorite brewery I've come across this year. It's a toss-up between them and like I've loved everything Altamont's put out lately. And when you're spoiled, you get Altamont (laughs) kegs like a day (laughs) after their keg. Yeah, it's it's pretty rad. We got some more fun stuff coming up from them too. Nice. Yeah, that Mr. Nice guy. If if you've never had it, it's a killer beer. Wasn't that a strain of weed? It's half baked. No, that was the. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, Yeah. never. Sister Nice Guy. Or it was the. It was the name of their business. No, it was the weed. Because remember, it had the smiley face on it. You're right. I should watch that movie again. That's all right. Yeah, I love I've that watched movie. that movie quite a few times. It's weird that my memory wasn't at full capacity when watching that movie. What? It's I can't figure odd. out. I can't figure out what happened there. I don't know, man. Yeah. And that was pre this last uh, vote, so yeah. I have no idea what you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Allegedly, <laughs> yeah. your memory might have been yeah. askew. It was because you were drinking beer. Yeah, exactly. I'm just really tired. Really tired. Guys, while you've been talking, I've been staring around at this place. You were kind of staring this off is, blankly. <laughs> not blankly. This is this is the new Burgers and Brew location. It's not new anymore. Yes. Um, about, a, about a year and a half. A now. year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I love this building so much. Whenever I'm in here, I'm always staring at the at the beers and the tap handles, but I've been taking a minute to look around. And it's so cool in here. Like the giant ceilings and mm-hmm. the awesome... Uh, lighting fixtures. Yeah. And we got the yeah. stained glass done by and the, stain, yeah. the local stained glass guy. Oh, these guys are down the street. Yeah, they do right, great. Right the stained glass in here, 
just it's so it's good. like the rug in the Big Lebowski. It really <laughs> ties the room together. <laughs> I mean, it really good. does, and they make it feel like you've been here forever. Mm-hmm. And you guys brought all the tap handles from the old location, yes? Yeah, we and we added more. Brought them and added significantly. In more. the sales business, we call that a trophy wall. Goes yeah. all the way around the room, pretty <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah, and we've got a bunch more too. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah it's great. I use him as a uh, a bank of store, tap, store basically tap handle storage. <laughs> if I'm in a pinch. I'll be like, hey, Miyagi, I need a handle. (laughs) Get it off your walls. You loan it. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I love the new location. Um, It's beautiful. I was, yeah, I was thinking, oh, great. Because I remember in the old spot, a block away, Mm -hmm. uh, it was always still pretty packed. I was like, oh, great. They're going to move to a new place, and they won't be slammed all the time. But... (laughs) Yeah, you guys are still so busy. And it's amazing. Busy down yeah, here, it's yeah. great. It's, no, it's, it's much more open and bright. Yeah. Our last location was it was great for what it was, but it was it was dark. You yeah. outgrew it. It was dark. The yeah. ceilings were low. It felt more like a dive bar than a yes, totally. craft beer burger yes. bar. Yes. Uh, one thing I really like about this building, and I want you to expound on it, is the keg room. <laughs> the keg room is um, it's it's fantastic. Actually, we've got you know the. 64 beers back there. We've got a see-through plexiglass wall, so you can kind of see everything that goes on in there. Um, with that many beers, too, it's like a hybrid of three different types of systems. So, um, you know, we have the float system. All of them run through glyco, but one's like a Frankenstein glyco system. So it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun back there trying to figure out and piece everything together. Uh, but it's enormous. And then we have another secondary storage facility out back where it's just well, a what did, what did What did that used to be, though? That used to be a vault. That's so what this, I like yeah, about this, the whole <laughs> story. Yeah, yeah, this building. Yeah, this was a bank. So, yeah. um, and oh, our old sweet. building too was a bank. It was the classic Bank of America bank. So that was the vault too, where we had our keg room. So it's um, really uh, uh, already set to keep stuff safe, such yeah. as beer temperatures. Nice. <laughs> so I, I just love the fact that your beer is in an old bank vault. Yeah. And it's the centerpiece of the building. It definitely is, yeah. I, I like to think this is like a heist. You remember that movie with Martin Lawrence where he is uh, a criminal and he goes to jail, but then you guys know what I'm talking about. Is, yeah, it's Blue Street with the yeah. diamonds. Yeah. And then his, his old place where he stashed his diamonds right. uh, turns into like, a, is it a bank or is it I a... I forget what it, it turns into. It turns into something. Into something. Yeah. And then he has to break in yeah. and that's what it feels like this is. I feel like Martin Lawrence has stored all these kegs, but now they're in a vault. Yeah. Martin Lawrence has a keg of Pliny the Younger in here somewhere. Probably. Yeah, if, if yeah. I see Martin Lawrence in here, I'm, I'm tagging that dude. I'm watching, I'm watching where he's going. Right. Yeah, just yeah. follow him. He's so share. funny though. Yeah. He'll just, just share. He'll joke his way into the cooler. So I've always thought that was a really cool centerpiece of the building and just looking back throughout like the history of architecture and stuff a lot of banks were actually built around the vaults yes which is a fascinating fact i don't know if you've ever seen a bank being built but you'll see a foundation get laid and then a big giant concrete box that's the safe or Mm -hmm. the vault and then they build the whole structure around so that keg box was actually probably the first thing that was built on this Mm -hmm. this one here yeah right there that that one right there was the vault yeah Yeah. that's crazy to me yeah see where the door is was the big you know that's nuts yeah he should have kept the original door. That would have that been would so have been cool. <laughs> so cool. Dude. Yeah. That would have been a pain to get back there. But, but also, yeah. there's like that whole risk of locking someone in there yeah. forever. You know, I mean, yeah. we still it's do the plexiglass. That. Yeah. We still lock them in there. Yeah. 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 To have ventilation. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I love that you've got the, the, the big giant screen that comes down big, for, yeah. for football yeah, sometimes, put that too. On for uh, sporting events yeah. and potentially for something else in the, in the near future here. Yeah. Um, Possible big announcement coming up with yeah. that, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, Point is, it's really cool. In here. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's amazing. If you've never come down here, check it out. They've got good food. This is turning into a commercial for Burgers and Brew. It is, which hey, we whatever. did at the top. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. We're here. We're it's drinking hard to beer. Miss, though. I'm yeah. hyped on the place because we're here drinking beer. I'm loving the weather, by the way. I yeah. Love, which I'm noticing because of the giant windows. Yeah. yeah. It's great. And it's, it's like pouring rain outside. Pouring rain. It's nasty it's and cold wonderful. and beautiful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. We're it. on the same page. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a funny thing to talk about. Um, I was just scrolling through my ESPN feed this morning, and there was a story that broke last night. Uh, don't turn around because I'm going to talk about sports for like two minutes. There's people that listen to this that I'll like just, sports. I'll just sip this beer. Uh, it's just a, a story of badassery in general that I feel like you could appreciate. There's this hockey player that got hit in the face with a slap shot from a puck. Okay, like when they hit the puck, it goes really fast. Yes, I know what a slap shot is. Well, you turn I around. I've That's seen the thing with Adam Sandler. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. That's Gilmore. the one. I've seen that movie. Okay. So anyway, he catches a slap shot in the face. He has to go back and get 36 stitches to close that bitch up. 
comes back in the third period and scores the game-winning goal. That's nice. baller. Right? Nice. Yeah, that's that's cool. like pretty savage. Yeah. That was all I had. That was uh, Johnny's oh. sports corner yeah. for the afternoon. That's a good story, though. Yeah. Yes. Like, I mean, that's yeah. just... Gen- I'd buy that guy a beer. Seriously. <laughs> I'd buy that guy like seven beers. Yeah. Hockey's, <laughs> hockey's the one on ice. Yes. Great. Correct. They have pucks. Great. Yeah, they have pucks and sticks. sometimes hit people in the face. And they like mm-hmm. to fight a lot. And yes. it's one of the only sports where fighting is still 100% allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Savages. I mean, rugby's pretty close to just a fight the whole time. Yeah. It, MMA, yeah. arguably. Arguably, they it's allow fighting. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just I don't know. I'm not a sports yeah. I'm just yeah. spitballing here. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah. 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 It's hard to transition. I have nothing to, like, I can't bridge that gap. Have uh, you seen any good movies lately? Um, actually, last night, again, five kids, so I watched a lot of kids' movies last Dude, night. Dude, I love kids' movies. I'm going to disclaimer this. I love kids' movies. Frozen is in my top ten. Yeah. Judge away. It's just an excuse for me to watch kids' movies. Totally. That's why I keep having kids. So yeah. last night. Me and, me and, we, we watched yeah. uh, Kubo, Two Strings. It's oh, like, uh, I want to see that. It's, it's really good. Is it? Yeah, really, really good. good review. Yeah. It looked really good. It was pretty rad. I mean, I was um, watching it with the kids, and I was also kind of on my phone scrolling through stuff, and normally, like, movies are background noise, and I'll kind of glance it. And I found yeah. myself just watching that movie. Nice. It was it was really good. And then, you know, it's got um, some pretty famous voices in it that I was trying to pinpoint through the movie. Okay. And um, you know, George Takei is you, you catch his voice right away. Oh you know my. who that is. And then uh, Matthew McConaughey, you kind of figured that out right away. Was it, right. Wasn't he the Beatle? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. It was it was a it was an enjoyable movie. Um, nice. I I can't spoil it because again I was kind of half watching it until I realized how much I was really enjoying it and then I started watching it um, entirely but basically it's uh, really well done um, wasn't know, it stop, stop going, yeah. it's stop yeah. motion right yeah, yeah. And I it's, love it, so cool. it, it, it incredible gra- like just the presentation of it the cinematography and the movements of everything it was uh, seamless it was it was really well done nice so, so if you haven't watched it check yeah. out Kubo and the Two Strings that's yes. one thing that I always I think I've, I've said it a bunch of times on the podcast I enjoy movies that are pretty to look at mm-hmm. the aesthetic appeal of a movie is such a critical factor for me like, yes well just the opening scene where I, I wasn't oh I thought it was just an animation movie I didn't know it was a stop go or okay. anything like that so I'm, I'm watching it and um, the opening part is you know they're on a boat or uh, the mom and the, and the son are on a boat and they're going towards this like 100 foot tidal wave it's just getting ready to engulf him and you're like damn that looks crazy and yeah. he strums the guitar and it breaks open that's so like, cool this is, this is badass wait okay so. cause I'm not super clear on the premise but like so the guitar had mm-hmm. magic powers yeah it kind opened of the wave yeah. kind yeah. of sort of way yeah. so they just went through it yeah, and, and I just sweet. melted it. So. That's right up my alley. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, you want a guitar that has magic yeah. powers. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty. It's pretty rad. And All then right. you know that uh, he was a baby at that part. Kid grows up a little bit. And it, again, this is the second scene, so I'm not really spoiling much. But like, mm. he does these little origami plays. But like, he plays his guitar and then ma- magically makes the origami fold itself and kind That's of cool. make this play out of everything. And then yeah. that kind of turns into real life and adventure ensues. Good times are had. Lessons are learned. I like it. Pretty rad. And it's amazing how far children's movies have come oh, yeah. in the way that they're obviously marketed, you know, and enjoyable for children. But mm-hmm. they're also very adult. Yes. Targeted, you know, like a lot of the humor mm-hmm. is, you know, obvious. Like, I feel like Toy Story started that trend. Yeah. You remember Toy Story I back in the day? You ever watched Toy Story as an adult? No. There's, There's so much like adult humor <laughs> yeah. in is Toy Story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like Toy Story, Shrek, like when Pixar came out, and then I remember most of it were Shrek where I was watching it. I was like, dude, that's not necessarily for kids right there. With right? <laughs> so, but yeah. it is because they yeah. don't even know. Yeah, exactly. That's what's great right about it. Them, but, you know, yeah. they're wondering why their parents are laughing next to them. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's great. They find that balance of, mm-hmm. you know, the visual for the children and the humor that goes right above the kids' the heads parents. straight to the parents. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's beautiful. Yeah. What was the movie that we saw? Oh, it was Miss Peregrine's. Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar <laughs> Children. Kids. Yeah. Kids in there. <laughs> and, uh, like, one kid was, like, crying because it was so scary. And the parents didn't want to leave. <laughs> They're like, no, we're this movie, shut up. They were like, no, Timmy, stop crying. It, it took them like 15 minutes to leave with their kid crying. They yeah. were invested. That was kind of an experience. That, yeah. That was but it was like a kid's kind of movie. I don't know. That was one of those ones that really walked the line of like, that's a hard PG-13. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, no, for real. Wait, it was PG though, yes? No, was it was PG-13. Oh, see, I would have, it would have made sense if you were like, yeah, it's a PG movie, but it could have been a PG-13. I'm, no, I'm nine, someone fact-check that, because yeah. I'm like 99% sure that's PG-13. I don't think so. 
I am. <laughs> Very certain. Uh, and I was, because I, I remember it, thinking so. to myself, like, that's a hard PG-13. Yeah. Some PG-13 movies, you're like, damn, damn it. Little kids can see this. PG-13. You concede my so victory. So they did, like, everything our movie would ring. do, but yeah. without saying <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And there was so much, like, death, and it was an intense movie. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. like, the Harry Potter movies. I, I wasn't... A couple of them PG thirteen. They got worse. Yeah, right it's like, was, and then yeah, like they by, the, doing, by the ninth or fifteenth yeah. movie, it was like wow. Yeah, they started yeah. dealing with some really heavy issues. Yeah, so it's like and it's like that where it's a hard PG thirteen. Yeah, and it, it that doesn't mean eight. They they got away with being able to do that because the books were being read by preteens and tweeners. Anyway. Right, like my, totally. My ten, well, my nine year old uh, just finished all of them. And, I mean, he's just like, oh, yeah, so-and-so died. I was like, dude. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I've read him so I knew what he was in store for. And yeah. And he'd kind of take a break and go through him gradually, and he just scarfed him I up. I think and he's just like, what's okay. interesting about that is that uh, you've read him, Johnny? No. Okay. Uh, I have also read them, but I read up to the fifth book. Yeah. Um, but I, you and I were probably reading them as they were coming out. Yes. So we were invested chronologically. Mm-hmm. So like we had to sit with the repercussions of the first book, and then the second and the third and whatever. Yeah. Oh, you're just marinating on what <laughs> happened in the right. last book. No, no, yeah. right. Sitting and for a while. So then we grew up, same with the movies, like mm-hmm. we had to take them one by one, and like we really felt, and we grew up as the characters grew up, which yeah. is interesting. I've never had another series that I've done that with. That's pretty interesting. Well, so, which is why it's justified for me, like, it started off really innocent, and then progressively, as we got older and they got older, it got more and more heavy, and yeah. it felt right for me. It's like, oh, my life is changing, too. It makes sense. So it's interesting what kids might be going through. Were you about now. the same age as them when the, they came out? I'm literally the same age as them. Like within, okay, I wasn't... Yeah, that wasn't a dig. I just yeah. know... No, you, yeah. yeah that, I'm a little bit younger. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. No, that's, that's kind of cool, though, to have, like, characters that you invest yeah. emotion in that you feel like you're growing up with. Yep. I feel like that was Full House for me. Did you ever feel invested in those <laughs> no, characters? No, not at all. Not at all. See, I think I was The Simpsons. I just stayed the same age for the last three right. years. There you go. Yeah, you, for sure you're like five. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, I relate to my kids. Dude, I watched uh, Zootopia. Dude, I love Zootopia. Zootopia oh. was really a fantastic movie. Yeah. Top ten for me. Yeah. For real. That's one of those ones where I'm just like, hey, kids, let's watch Zootopia. So, yep. Yeah. yeah. No, me and Shalina, my fiance, mm-hmm. we got like opened a couple bottles and watched Zootopia one night because we're adults. Yeah. Yeah. And it was amazing. Like the writing was great. Mm-hmm. Like the voice acting. I mean, like the acting. You can't say acting in an animated movie. No, yeah, they're you totally can. acting. Yeah, they're yeah. acting. Yeah. Have you ever yeah, seen yeah, doing the voice recordings? They're, voice acting. Yeah, they're acting. Yeah. <laughs> the voice acting and the everything that went into that. Like it was a great movie. And um, my buddy was actually telling me um, his daughter, who's like ten saw that movie and now she wants to be a cop that's awesome I was like dude that's badass well it's great the the kids movies and cartoons used to be so cut and paste it was like here's a bad guy here's a good guy they're gonna do this and they're gonna win yeah like Tom and and Jerry status right yep Um, and now there's so many different story layers that they add in where you're not sure if like just because they're the good guy makes them necessarily a good guy or you know you know they're doing bad things, but does that make them a bad person? That because, makes me you know, think of the Fox's character. Yeah, exactly. In yeah. Zootopia. It yeah. was actually a really complex character. Yeah, and you know it's like, guess what? That's kind of how life is too. There's you know yeah. scenarios and situations like that. So it's kind of kind of cool to see kids' movies stepping it up and taking that extra um, layer to you know their their craft. So it's it's pretty rad. Yeah, that's why I love uh, Game of Thrones. Awesome. Yeah, that, we all love Game of Thrones. I would assume, yeah. yes, hundred yeah. percent. But it's because it's not so black and white, right? I love Lord of the Rings, yeah. but you know that ring's going to get destroyed at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. yeah, but Game of Thrones, like yeah, the bad guys aren't hundred percent bad. It's season one, Jamie well, Lannister except, was the biggest piece of shit. I out hated there. Jamie, and Lannister now like you're one. like, dude, all right, I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get it, man. Except for that one little Ramsey Bolt, Ramsey Bolt, Ramsey Bolt's evil. Yeah, get that. Like, yeah, that's a very black and white. He's yeah, a douche. He's, yeah, he's yeah. a doucher. Oh. Spoiler alert. Wait, wait. What? Have you seen... Are you up to date, Miyagi? On Game of Thrones? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. spoiler alert spoiler. for anyone yeah. that has he not got caught it. up. He got it so good. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was just like... <laughs> Dude, this last season, it was... It was like a high five from the writers to the watch for to the sure. Viewers. It was like, Finally. dude, you guys have been waiting for this, and we're just gonna give you what you want for yeah. a season. Just like, yep. here's some fucking dragons. Here's yeah. a bunch of death to people who deserve it. Yeah, you know, we're gonna kill off some douchebags. Yeah. she's gonna ride a dragon. Yeah, y'all yeah. are gonna just have your brains explode. Right, you've been waiting for this, and yeah. we feel like you've earned it. You guys know there's only two seasons left. Yes, yeah. and that not and there's those seasons. Yes, yeah. they're like seven episodes, and then like yes. six episodes. But you know what? Episode. If if that's 
I, I look at it like Breaking Bad. I know this is a movie podcast, but we're going to talk about. No, some that's TV. fine. I think we should so talk like, about shows too. So, so Breaking Bad, you know, they had a buttload of money thrown at them to go on for another couple seasons. They're like, no, we have an ending. We know how it's supposed to end. We're going to do it because that's the way the story goes, and that's the way Game of Thrones is going about it. And contrast to that, The Sopranos, which was one of my favorite shows, they took the money and they extended it that last season, which. I think everybody agrees is garbage. Yeah. Um, the, the last episode, people are, you know, there's still people who say it's a good episode or it's a good ending, whatever, but that whole last season was just like a money grab, and you could tell. I feel so, the same exact way, excuse me, about Californication. You ever watch that show? I haven't watched that Beautiful, one. beautiful show. Um, David Duchovny, mm-hmm. crazy writer, alcoholic, womanizer. No. Fantastic show. Dude, the whole last season, it was just a money grab. Yeah. And it was so transparently yeah. mm-hmm. a money grab. I was like, I should not waste my time. Yeah. And I'm not mad at him for, for taking the money, but it's like, it it, it, it kind of ruins the end of a show. Like, The Sopranos was the best TV. For sure. For half a decade. You're invested yeah. in those characters, <laughs> and when they bastardize yeah. it for money. It's just like, ah, shit. Yeah, it's no good. Yeah. Nobody likes that. Exactly. Man. We don't need, like, a seventh sequel. Mm-hmm. And now they Looking have Westworld to go Diesel. to anyway. Huh. So they've, they've got Westworld to focus on after Game of Thrones. Dude, so they're transitioning. Westworld is so Westworld good. I, I just got caught up with the seventh episode, I think. The one okay, so you're caught up. Yeah. yeah. What a twist. Let's talk about Westworld. Dude. Let's not spoil let's it. Not spoil but, it but, but let's not spoil it for everyone. Let's say there was a twist. I just want to say, what if Joffrey was a Westworld oh uh, person who went to, to, to medieval land Cross. and that's the type of duty is just a piece of shit and fuck shit up. <laughs> what if Game of Thrones is all just a Westworld style What if Game of universe? Thrones is medieval world? Yeah. yeah. Boom. Oh my God, right? And then it. Joffrey's just there just Dude. like, yeah, I'm going to shoot this bitch with a crossbow. What? Who would want... <laughs> and that's the only way... Right? Oh, He's my just God. there. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> out. <laughs> Absolutely. Damn it, I have to make a note. <laughs> Don't cut it out. That's I'm cutting that out. There's no way that's staying. <laughs> Can uh, we just leave in the part where you say there's no way that's staying in? Yes. Just so people are wondering uh, what Johnny said. That's so horrible. Uh, You're going to have to edit so yep, many so times. 250 to 250. Yeah, I was worried about you guys having to edit me out. No, you're fine. <laughs> no, I'm always the one that has to get edited well, out. While, while we're taking a gap, another yeah. beer. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. What, I'm going to pour the DBA and then bring out the aggressive too. Sounds great. Side by side. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Cool. Hey, we Hi. are biggity back. Sweet. A bunch more beer. In We've been talking about beer while you're gone. Uh, Max has been editing my insensitive comments. I also use the restroom. <laughs> and he peed. And now we're uh, back. I would like to point out Max's um, blatantly it's seductive chest hair. Listen, I've been trying not to mention okay. it. It's super I, distracting, okay. isn't yeah, it? It's, like, it? It's incredibly distracting. I, I Look, so guys, I have a flannel. The sexual tension in this table is supercharged You can right cut it with a knife. Yeah. Thick. And the button broke. <laughs> On the second to top button, or second, third to top button. Don't worry, I'm going to post a picture. Yeah. And I just, it doesn't button now. I could button this one, but like, well, I guess that would actually work. I'm not going to. Don't. Let it fly. Yeah. You That's know, where we're at, guys. Yeah. God give you uh, natural talents. Yeah. Use those. Uh, so basically, <laughs> it's been me and Miyagi trying not to jump over the table and uh, take advantage of young Maxwell the whole right. time. Can't take advantage well, of it's consensual. <laughs> oh, we're okay. working on it with me. All right. Here. We're going to hit pause. We'll be back in 15 to 25 minutes. <laughs> two to three. Two Let's go with the beer that we're drinking now. Um, yeah. So one of the great things about Burgers and Brew here is we have our very own beer. Um, it's called The Rapture. We've had it um, for a few years now. One of our old bartenders is uh, now going to be our brewmaster at the brewery we're opening. So um, this is an Imperial Brown Ale. They use five different types of malts in it. It's um, incredibly smooth and drinkable. Oh, nice sweetness to brown it. Ale. Yeah, that's uh, I was going for you, man. And um, it hides eight and a half percent alcohol pretty well. It's it doesn't taste hot at all. Did it's you say eight and a half percent. Yeah, yeah wow. it's incredibly drinkable. Um, it's really good. And this beer is actually part of our three dollar happy hour beers too. So if you want to come in, I love two, happy hours. Yeah. See yeah. commercial at beginning of episode for more details yes. on happy hour. Mm-hmm. Great beer. Yeah, this is delicious. Super smooth, drinkable. Mm-hmm. Very straightforward brown ale. Yes, and um, I I enjoy the heck out of this beer. They did have to change the recipe a while ago, and I wasn't such a huge fan of it. But now they've got it back to where it's supposed to be, um, and I'm, I love I love rocking this. This is great, yeah. yeah. Um, and we also have a barrel aged version of this right now too, which really? they use. Yeah, they use Virgin um, Heaven Hills barrels, which still had a bunch of whiskey in them, 
Uh, so it kicked the ABV up like 3%, so it's wow. an 11.5% beer. Uh, it, that one's also really good, too. But it is the morning time, so I figured we'll save that one for later. Yeah. Totally. I want to talk to you a little bit about your stationary taps and mm-hmm. your menu. And yeah. I would really like to know, in your opinion, if I've never been here and I want to pair one beer from your stationary taps and I want to pair it with one burger, what am I ordering? Um, no well, what, okay, so I'm going to go with the Rapture first for the beer because um, it complements most flavors. There's nothing too aggressive that cancels out other flavors. There's two different types of approaches you can go with pairing food. You can either go completely opposite, so they enhance the flavor of each of them, or you can go, do things that work together to create their own experience. Gotcha. Um, but I love the Rapture, and that also pairs with coincidentally my favorite burger which is a spicy guac I do garlic mm. fries it's a spicy guacamole it doesn't burn your face off spicy it's like just it's got, got a nice, a nice kick to mellow it. heat to yeah. it yeah and I it say it has a nice little dick to it a kick but oh. we can say dick whatever I mean, I don't, <laughs> okay, yeah. never heard guacamole talked about in that way yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know what they used to stir it up but <laughs> whatever they're doing, it's yeah, delicious. It's delicious. Kudos to the kitchen mouth. staff. I don't even yeah. want to know. I'm yeah. fine with it. No, um, for sure. Kudos to your kitchen staff. Oh, yeah. They crank out some they, really good food. They do, and we use nothing but fresh ingredients. Again, I don't want to get too commercial, but yeah. uh, we we just won best burger. So nice, yeah. dude. Yeah. I, Gianna, Gianna loves the lamb burger here. Oh, the lamb burger is great. Uh, the lamb burger. I have a buddy from out of town that every time he comes here, he has to have a lamb burger. Yeah. It's delicious, and yeah. I love it because they let me bring my own cheese. Mm-hmm. I am lactose sweet. intolerant, mm-hmm. and if I bring my own cheese, they will put it on my burger or in a quesadilla. That's uh, they're sweet. very sensitive to their customers' needs. And That's a good Yelp review. You should write that on Yelp. I probably <laughs> will. I should because, I mean, a lot of places that I'm, I'm tight with will let me do that. Yeah. But, like, I always appreciate it because yeah. I have some dietary restrictions just for health reasons that it's really cool that mm-hmm. they're considerate of. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. So, okay. spicy guacamole, garlic mm-hmm. fries. Bacon. Bacon. I, I had bacon. Add bacon. Yeah. Dude, I had bacon to every. Yeah, you should. I've if, been if waiting for a side of bacon to come out here. <laughs> They're working on it back. Kitchen. Here. Kitchen. Yeah. Ding, um, ding. So where do you guys brew this? Um, we brew it at a Sudworks brewing facility right now. Cool. Um, we use their equipment, but we provide everything else. We provide our own staff to brew nice. it, our own ingredients, everything, our own kegs. So um, it's brewed out of Sudworks, but uh, that's just temporarily. We are opening up our own brewery in uh, Sacramento. Right. It's going to be called Sacrament Brewing, I believe. Are at, there, is there going to be like a tap room attached to that as there's well? There's going to be a tap room. Um, we're going to start out with four base beers, uh, which you'll also be able to find here. But uh, if if I know Brendan, which is the guy who created this, he also helped start the dudes and a couple other breweries around. Nice. The dudes, um, very yeah. good. And... Uh, uh, he will have some fun. He knows what he's doing, and he's gonna he's gonna make some good beer. I really love how sweet this one is. Yeah, it's super not overpowering, malty, but really good. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a very solid everyday brown ale. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Um, now I want you to show off a little bit, Uh-oh. and I want you to talk about like your three favorite beers that are rotating right now. Mm. I want, I want to know, like, the stuff you're really stoked about that you have on your lineup right now. Um, well, I would say the first one, which actually just went off, which we have another keg of, so it'll be on again, but the um, the, the Half Hitch from Crux. It's an oh, you love Half Hitch. Yeah. yeah, it's... So good. When, I, I've been up to Bend a few times, and... Uh, we go to we go to a couple different breweries and I always find myself going back to Crux to Crux, get half inch. Crux yeah. is my yeah. favorite brewery and Tough Love is probably one of my all time favorite beers. Did yeah. you see that they're releasing it in seven fifties this year? I did. Ah, I gotta go yeah. to bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I'm I'm super happy to get that beer here. Um, actually, I got to meet one of the brewers from Crux at the Sierra Nevada um, Wet and Wild Hop Fest. Such a great and festival. He's, he was a super cool guy and he kind of gave me a heads up on some new fun stuff coming out too. They've got a nice. Some we'll say cloudy galaxy based beers. So keep an eye out for that. We're gonna to try to get that on draft. Are they hopping on that trend? Yeah. I they hopping so. on that yeah. trend. The, hopping, the podcasters hopping. couldn't see my sly nod I just did, but uh-huh. yeah, I think I think he so. gave me a sly nod yeah. and a wink. Yeah. Um it's very and both, then, eyes. both eyes. And then uh, the you have to look other rotating ones um yojo potnu again yeah. great yeah. great beer um, we can't talk enough that. about that no the, it, again it's a, a new style that's just super approachable and drinkable and i, I love getting those types styles oh, of beer yeah. here and um I see a raspberry berliner the raspberry berliner vice is uh incredibly good they describe it as toasty and jam um it lives up to that it's nice is that, sweet which, is that the new glory yeah, yeah. new glory yeah. raspberry yeah. berliner vice so they have uh 
a new brewer, correct? About a year ago, they, they brought on a new brewer? I remember hearing that somewhere, but I haven't researched it thoroughly. But they, about the last year, they've been cranking out some incredible beers. They've been I some know really good stuff. that Julian, the brewer there, has been changing his recipes a lot and okay. completely reformatting. I can't testify yes or no that they've gotten a new brewer, but I know the Julius, the guy that... I want to say Julius or Julian. Mm-hmm. I think it's Julian. Very lovely, nice Frenchman. Um, well, that's where they make the, the French farmhouse, yes. the French country or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they've been, I'd say over the last six or seven months, they've been coming out with some new, fun, exciting beers. They had that Keylon Goes, which was great. I uh, feel like right? that was a real turning point yeah. for that brewery. Yeah, and, and a lot um, of the Astro Haze when it came out, awesome. We have the Greenergy on from them as well. Uh, the Greenergy, if you haven't tried it, it's... It's really good. Yeah, you can it, listen back to our previous episode yeah. where we drank oh, both that's of right. those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody, for the most part, that I've heard likes Green Energy a lot more than Astro Haze. Yes. Green Energy's got a lot of development through just one drink of it. It starts yeah. out like piney and citrusy. There's a lot of different flavors in the middle. Uh, it's it's a pretty pretty fascinating beer. Uh, yeah. So I like both of those a lot. And again, getting on that hazy IPA train, mm-hmm. not even mad. Nope. You guys keep copying the yep. hell out of that until I'm tired of drinking it. Yeah, you know? more, more good beer for everybody. For sure, crank that out more. Yeah. And then an, an, another beer I love on our rotating draft right now, too. We always have an Alpine beer rotating. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I Al- saw you talk about this. Yeah. Uh, Alpine, well, we're, we're going to do the duet as a full-time beer, which nice. is one of the... It, uh, that was one of my favorite beers ever. Like, the first time I drank that, it was, like, music. I was like, oh! I yeah. actually thought my kid had spilt my glass because I left the room and I came back and uh-huh. my room smelled like hops. And I was like, really? holy shit. <laughs> I love this beer. And um, so we're going to have that on full time. But right nice. now we have the uh, Mandarin Nectar, which is an orange blossom honey ale. Wow. Uh, that one's which super sweet. Really sweet, really smooth, drinkable. Um, normally those styles of beers hover around 5%. This one's at 65 So wow. uh, you can get a little bit more bang for your buck. And again, all the Alpine beers, just like the Stone Delicious, it's uh, celiac safe, really low gluten content. So anything Sweet. from Alpine, you can drink it for that is good dietary to needs. Yeah. I just, I just learned that, actually, I think we talked about it one time, but all Modern Times beer is vegan. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. I, th- I didn't realize was a thing. I thought maybe all beers were, but I guess that's not the case. I think I don't know why. I think most are, besides like honey ales, because they're bees. exploiting bees. Um, Do bees count? Uh, like every vegan whoa, I know is I, like, that's very I eat honey. That's well, just it, as bad as what Johnny said. Earlier. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna edit you, sir. I mean, How dare you? Like, be lives yeah. matter. I'm hoping so bad that people are like, what did Johnny say? I'm waiting for those comments. Um, That's funny. You know, it's funny because you'll talk to some vegans and they'll be like, uh, save the planet, all that stuff. Yeah, and, then, and then if a mosquito lands on them, they will kill that yeah. son of a bitch, like splatter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It's, 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 where do we draw the line within the hierarchy of animals? Maybe it's insects. But then what what raised a question with me is, like, yeast are living organisms. Yeah. True. <laughs> so, I mean, that's not, not wrong. <laughs> well, and, it's, and one thing, too, that I've always thought was funny is that people that um, are vegans or whatever, they don't realize how many animals are killed in the harvesting of wheat, things like that. Uh, I don't even realize that. Combine, combines do not stop for deer or moles or rabbits gra- rabbits yeah wow. uh, many 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 animals are killed in the harvesting of mass produced grains so I mean a lot of it has to do with knowing where your food comes from and buying from organic local farms stuff True. like that not to sound too hippy dippy but I'm a huge advocate of buying local knowing where your food totally. comes yeah. from I feel like if you really give a shit you will pay the extra money vote with your dollars and know where your food comes from know where it's grown but you realize if you like endorse mass farming or mass meat uh, factories or whatever, it's it's not good. Even like mass produced grains and stuff, a lot of animals die. And yeah. I don't care about that. But if you're a vegan and you think you do, you should Something look into that. Know. You yeah, should look, look into in that. the mirror. Yeah, yeah take a look think in the mirror and realize that your oats kill people. <laughs> people. <laughs> your oats the combines don't stop for people either. No, no combines don't stop for people. <laughs> And this is where we realize this is a beer podcast. Yeah. We're not going to talk about veganism. Uh, that was Johnny's tension for the day. For yeah. Um, yeah. Should we move on to this, uh, this other beer that you put right. in front of us, So um, I, I, I want to do something fun to kind of finish off here. Cool. Um, in front of me, I have a bottle. It's uh, the Agrestic from Firestone Walker's uh, Barrel Works. Um, and just for people that don't know, what is Barrel Works? Barrel Works is um, a side project of Firestone um, 
they basically gave Jeffers, who's from here in Chico, a uh, total awesome dude, rock star. Uh, he, he retired, and they're like, well, what if we just give you like this warehouse full of barrels, and you can do whatever you want with them? He's like, all right, we'll do it. Shout so, out to Jeffers. Yeah. Come on the podcast. Yeah. So, um, and he's done some really cool seminars here for like Jeffers Drops Acid, where it's talking about different acid contents and beer and everything. But Sweet. basically, with the yeah, fascinating. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, If you want to learn some stuff, talk to that dude for a half hour. You'll learn a lot. Yeah. And um, so uh, the Barrel Works is a just a side part of Firestone, and what this beer is, uh, the Agrestic, it actually started out as the Firestone DBA, which is what you have in your glass in front of you there. And uh, One they of aged my all-time it. Favorite it's beers. such a good. It's not like, to interrupt you, I'm sorry. No, but it's, I get excited. It's 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 a beautiful beer. It's what I suggest to people when they don't know what they want, um, Dude, because it's sure. not too malty, it's not too hoppy. It's what it, style it's just, is this beer? It's a well, it's a uh, it's a it's called a double barrel ale because that's the name DBA, but it's an English style pale ale. It's an yeah. ESB. So and, and then, I feel like that's why I'm partial to it. I love English style beers in general, and it, this one's always just drawn me so much. Well, it's like this is what you just drink with anything I, like would, I, would, I would be so satisfied if I went to a pub and said could I have a yeah. pint and they gave me this yeah, yeah. exactly it's, it's like the universal beer that you can just enjoy yeah, yeah you're back country England somewhere yeah. you order a pint a right? pint of the ale yeah and then yeah. Um, so they aged the uh, uh, DBA in um French oak barrels and American oak barrels. I'm actually just reading this off the bottle here um, in different ratios. The uh, French is 85%, the oak is 15%. Yeah. There's other uh, bacteria involved to create a sour. So what you're going to taste is a really aggressive sour flavor. This is one of the best uh, sour beers that I've ever had. I love the hell out of this beer. I'm a huge so, fan of Agresti. Yeah, Agresti like is great. This got to Chico about a year ago. I could be wrong. I'm Somewhere sure it's about right. Yeah. Well, this is um, this one was last year's. This is the second batch, so it's only oh. been out for three years anyway. So, oh, gotcha. yeah. Um, and keep a lookout. We're gonna have it on draft again here soon. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Well, while you're uncorking and caging that sucker, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask both of you, um, like, best, craziest, funniest beer slash drinking story. I know he's got a couple <laughs> good ones. He just starts laughing. Well, it's about somebody else. I don't know. If oh, well, I like. <laughs> Whoa, ceiling papa. All right, that aggressive popped itself. Yeah, that beer is alive. It's hard to this before there's customers. Miyagi, I've known you for a while, and I really, um, I don't know if you want to tell this story on the podcast, but if you're ever in person with Miyagi, ask him about how he got kicked out of a country one time. <laughs> yes. I didn't even know I told you that. <laughs> yes. That was one okay. of my all time. Oh, Nick Land in the house. Nick, say hi. Hello, hello. <laughs> He's swooping in for some bird. No, no, no. Take some of mine. Um, Nick Land says goodbye. So, so yeah. Aaron, if, again, if you don't want to tell that story, no, uh, I, I actually, um, when I was uh, up this morning, I was thinking about fun stuff I could tell, and this is actually one of the things I was thinking about. That's. <sighs> It's sad, it's funny. <laughs> you told me this story. Did you say a country? Yeah. Yes, okay, sir, most okay. Neutral country in the history of the planet, Switzerland. Sweet. So, um, so basically, when I was there, again, it kind of goes back to the beginning of the podcast. I was in Europe, and I was just like, hey, sweet, I can do whatever I want. Um, I'm in Switzerland. Marijuana's legal there at the time. It, it, I mean, and it, totally legal. I, was, I, I learned that from a cop who was sharing what he had with me. Um, nice. So yeah. So no laws were broken in the uh, recounting no. of this story. No. Just for legal for the purposes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know exactly. Thank you, John. Um, so I went to a store to buy some because why not, right? Absolutely. And uh, as I'm there, this guy comes in, um, total total douchey attitude. I'm like, sorry, dude, I don't understand. I'm American. Yeah. And uh, in English, he says, oh, it's a bad day to be you and throws handcuffs on me. Damn, <laughs> like, what? Yeah, and I'm like, wait, what? What's going on? Why do you have what? handcuffs? No, yeah. Well, he was a cop. Oh. So was he, apparently, dressed, he was dressed like a normal dude? Yeah, just a guy. Whatever. Um, and uh, so apparently you have to be over 15, which, you know, whatever, that's cool. But you also have to have papers to prove that you're allowed to be there, which I didn't have on me. And I didn't have my passport on me. And they didn't really care to ask. So uh, they threw me in jail. I was in jail for a couple days there, which it was actually pretty nice. Nice carpet, good food. 
private showers. The jail was carpeted. Yeah, um, like to- my uh, cellmate was in there, um, a Vietnamese uh, uh, gentleman who was uh, in there for murdering his girlfriend. Oh, beautiful. Um, Jesus. Because she stole his camera. Oh, my goodness. And How expensive was yeah, his camera? I, I don't know, but he was also <laughs> kicking heroin. Um, which I'd never experienced in person before. If you've never seen somebody like going through heroin tra- withdrawals, that's rough. Mm, that's no, a dark journey. Yeah, very and, dark journey. And, you know, there I was, just just there, just going through that. Yeah, you and were then, just uh, trying to buy some weed. Yeah. And then the uh, uh, four days go by. I keep asking for a phone call, and they're like, "You watch too many movies, Hollywood." Uh, <laughs> oh like, wow. <laughs> So they Maybe come it's up to not a, yeah. So they come you, up to my cell one day and they're like New York or San Francisco. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Well, actually, rewind a little bit to the holding cell. I'm in there and and uh, there's a bunch of just drunk old guys, and you know they're they're there having a blast, they're laughing, having a good time. And they're like, what are you in here for? I'm just sitting there terrified. I just watched um, what was that movie with like Claire Danes where they went to Thailand and got like thrown in a dungeon and poked with a stick for like five years before they got released. Anyway, I don't remember. No, it don't sounds know. like a good yeah, time. Yeah, I think a broken broken down palace or something like that. But not Brokeback like, Mountain. Not not, not the Hangover. Because that was in Thailand in the yeah. third one, which was even worse than the second one, which was worse Maybe, than the first one. I haven't seen that one yet. But um, beautiful. Films, so I just watched that. So I think like I'm probably gonna get stuck in a hole in a wall and just die there alone. Yeah, you're like I'm and, in a third world prison yeah. all of a sudden. And these guys are just laughing at me. They're having a good time. They're like, "What are you in here for?" I was like, "I don't know. I was just smoking some weed. And they came and got me." And they're like, "What? You let you let them arrest you for that?" What do you, <laughs> you mean just, you let them? <laughs> why didn't you just walk away? And I was like, "Dude, like this is in '98." I was like, do you know who Rodney King is? Like, if you uh, lay on the ground, they beat you with a stick till you don't move anymore. Like, like I ain't stupid. They're like, no, they, they can't. They can't stop you from leaving. They can just blow their little fucking whistle and, and ask for other citizens they don't carry to stop guns, you. Right? No, yeah, exactly. They, right. they have the citizens take care of you if you're resisting or trying to leave. So they, you know, blow their whistle and, and shout out the crime you're doing and hope the citizens will come and stop that's you. Wild. And like, yeah, you, you should have just slapped them and walked away. You know? Well, that's good to know. Yeah. But obviously, our first reaction is not to slap a police officer Definitely and then not. walk away. Yes, and, um, and kudos it, to you for not doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, so it was it was a it was an interesting experience. And long story short, they just shipped me back to the states to San Francisco. Um, I did ask what would happen if like I lived in Oklahoma, and they're like. We don't even know what that is. So you, want San, you want San Francisco or New What's York? What's in Oklahoma? That's where you're going. Dude, you could have got a free ticket to New York. <laughs> yeah. So that's how you... And they kicked you out of, of Switzerland. Oh, yeah. They kicked me out. And my brother, who was there with me, he wasn't at that place with me. So um, he was stuck in, in uh, Europe for two more weeks by himself, not knowing where I was. Yeah, for a few happened. days, no contact. Yeah, so... Wow. Yeah, not a few days, a couple weeks. Yeah. Well, no, I, I eventually, when I got back to the States about a week later, which coincidentally enough was on the 4th of July, um, my Independence Day. America. And uh, and so I called my mom, and, you know, after she calmed down, <laughs> she, uh, she gave him a call and, uh, you know, made sure he knew I wasn't dead. That's so, amazing. Yeah. That so was, you got kicked out of Switzerland. I got kicked out of Switzerland. How many people? How many Retrospect, people got that story should have been saved for last. <laughs> <laughs> for sharing these stories. Well, that's amazing. I yeah. mean, I was bringing it up so we could maybe all share one, but I just wanted to get that out of me. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I don't have anything that can even compare. No, I blacked out in the middle of the street one yeah, time. Like, I mean, that's as crazy as it gets. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even going to tell that story. I was going to tell the story about a friend of mine who puked in his hands and threw it out on the patio. But Nice. <laughs> that's rough. I feel like that's the whole story. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we've all had those nights where you, you know, wake up in the back of a stranger's car driving somewhere and... Nope. Yeah, okay. I guess that's nope. just me. That's <laughs> that one. All right. It's aggressive. Okay, so we're moving on to the aggressive. <laughs> Aggressical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smells great. Johnny, you've had this, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's great having these side by side. You can try to taste the DBA and then taste the aggressive and just see how far it's developed and how far it's gone. What it you can gets do you just... right in the jowls. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Jaw gets tingly. Classic sour. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's water. not mm-hmm. uh, like a warhead, overly tart, like no. pucker your face yeah. sour. And those are enjoyable too. I do enjoy yeah. those, but you know, this is still just got a great flavor to it's it. Super well balanced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoy this beer a lot. Yeah. It's super bright. You know, it's just it makes your mouth happy. Yes. You know, it, it, it stimulates the salivary glands, and you pick up all the sours mm-hmm. and the complexity of it. And it just it, it's a really I describe this beer as very bright. Yeah. I don't know, and me, you can you feel definitely... your nasal passage. It's it's just, you know, it's a, a great aroma on it, too, and it's just a whole whole experience of a beer. So it's, yeah, it's pretty special. I and like you it. still get that, that sweetness mm-hmm. from the DBA, which is yeah. great. Yeah. 
Yeah, it really translates well. Yeah, and DBA is actually turning 21 years old this year, so we're wow. going to do... No, yeah, they've no, done DBA, more DBA different... DBA is legal. Yeah, they've done more variations of DBA than anything. I think they have 11 different beers that they've created really? from DBA. Yeah, they've got like double... Still in regular rotation? No, uh, but we're going to get as many of them as we can. We're going to do a birthday party for DBA. And, I like it. Yeah. Get that DBA on Nitro. Yeah, we're going to try to get a, we're gonna try to get Jeffers involved in that too, so nice. you guys want to meet a... You guys us. both... Excuse me. Oh, my goodness. I've both met this guy. Yes. Yeah. I would love to meet. I've heard a lot. So, Jeffers is such a nice guy. Seems, yep. That's yeah. all I've heard. He's Super nice chill. I just met him as a dude um, in the great. bar. He would come in, and uh, so when we were at our old location, and, and he talked to me about beer. He's actually one of the reasons I, I learned that there were so many different layers to craft beer and, like, what it can become and, like, different aspects of it. No big it was, deal. Yeah. It's just some, some guy who'd come some in guy. And, and he'd talk to me, and then I come to find out. I was like, oh, shit. You're like a... Like a rock star, dude. Yeah, like you're like autographs. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, you know, he was talking to me actually about barrel works. He's like, "Well, looks like looks like they got me back in. I'm retired." I was Uh, like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Yeah, I worked at Firestone forever. I was their first, uh, you know, employee brewer, and they gave me this warehouse." I was like, "Oh, right on." (laughs) No, that's one thing about him. He's super (laughs) humble. Mm -hmm. Like just talking to him, you wouldn't think that he's who he is yeah. you know uh, he's super humble and very just down to earth he's a cool guy normal guy yeah. sounds like the kind of person that should be in the craft beer absolutely yeah, exactly. yeah. he should be in charge of a warehouse full of barrels yeah, yeah. yeah. that's and, great and again he's one of the reasons like, or one of the ways I learned um, about how the craft beer industry shouldn't be full of douchebags it should just be like people having a good time totally. sharing information sharing knowledge and sharing beer too that's really yeah. what it's about so yeah I um, wanted to cover a couple things real quick uh Burgers and Brew opens at 11, yes? Yes. Cool. Well, that's in 15 minutes. Sweet. Um, If you guys wanted to talk about anything else, now would maybe be the time. We'll start wrapping up. Uh, This has been a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, Yeah. this has been a blast. I feel like we're at a good spot. I don't think we said it. Yeah, at the top, this is our first, maybe I did, our first off-site, quote-unquote, shoot. Yep. Shoot. Uh, Shoot. Recording models now? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Off-site record, on-site recording. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, so it's been a blast. I cannot imagine on a location. Yeah, yeah. On location. an off-location shoot. On I location. keep saying shoot. I have problems with the word shoot. Word recording. Uh, okay, session. bro. I know you're pretty. You're not a model. <laughs> I, you can say shoot yes. for other stuff. But yeah, maybe maybe. There's no one taking our picture. I'm gonna though. say session. <laughs> session works. Session. The first offsite session. Session or uh, offsite recording. Offsite mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we we branched out from Max's kitchen. Yeah. And uh, it's been a blast. And it's I've really great. enjoyed talking with Miyagi. I hope you guys did too. Um, it's been a really good time. We look forward to having a big announcement within the next week or two. Should we got some uh, some actual Fresh Hop Cinema events? Yeah, uh, we can get out and meet you guys. That being and, uh, said, um, day after tomorrow is Monday, which means we start the weekday again. So come on out for happy hour. Yep. And mention that yep. you listen to the podcast. Yep. And you get an extra hour oh. of three dollar beers. Yes. We're yeah, doing the commercial a, again. We're not doing. It. I'm just re- recapping. It's yeah. such a cool deal. I'm so yeah. stoked on that. So yeah. basically, any beer on our on our everyday menu that's six dollars or less, you get for for three bucks. Which is amazing. Two and three. It's an awesome list. Yeah. Yeah. And as you heard in the commercial, in the beginning, Fresh Hop Cinema listeners get an extra hour of happy hour (laughs) connection listening to the podcast. I know you heard at the beginning, we're telling you again because we're so geeked on it and we're really (laughs) happy to be uh, partnering with Burgers and Brew. We're so grateful for their sponsorship of this Mm -hmm. podcast. Um, Please come down and support this wonderful establishment. Uh, thank you, Miyagi, for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. It was uh, a good time. Thank you, Maxwell, for being Absolute. sexy and beautiful. Okay. Yes. And losing the button. Thank and you, losing the button. for losing that button. My pleasure. <laughs> yeah. And thank you, Johnny, for doing those wonderful closing comments. Uh, I'm here to help. I'll be here all week. Tip your waitresses. Try the veal. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers, Cheers y'all. Yep. Cheers. This is Fresh Hop Cinema.